Five people have been jailed for a total of more than 30 years for illegally streaming Premier League matches. They made more than £7 million and had more than 50,000 subscribers. My name is Matt Cutler and for the last six months I've been exploring the illicit world of Premier League broadcasting. What I uncovered was a practice that's become second nature to millions of people across the UK. Supplied by a sophisticated international web of criminal activity. A web that's becoming more powerful by the day. And unless it's brought under control soon, it has the potential to change the sporting landscape as we know it. These official subscriptions are too expensive and I offer them 100 or 200% cheaper. Piracy, just like counterfeiting, is, is organised by through criminal activity, through organised criminal gangs and used to fund other things. I'm in a group with some powerful people, that's all I can say about how I get streams. We know that a lot of people behind some of these uh, entities have links to, uh, to criminal activity that, that can fund a whole host of things. Bad things. Bad things. Mm. Welcome to the Pirates versus the Premier League, a journey that I think will change your perspective on how you watch the UK's most popular entertainment product. My story began on a cold Thursday night in January. I'm an Aston Villa fan, and that adds some heat to the evening's game against local rivals Wolverhampton Wanderers. For anyone who doesn't follow football, Premier League games don't usually happen on a weeknight. Most games happen on a weekend, and Saturdays at 3pm is the traditional slot. But the season just passed was odd. This game was rearranged because of the Queen's State funeral, and the Winter World Cup, held, of course, in Qatar. Aston Villa play in Birmingham, and that's about a two and a half hour drive from where I live in North London. That means Thursday nights are impossible. So I had no real choice but to follow from my living room. And here's the volley! Oh, so, so close for the sub. Desperate defending. So there I was, about 15 minutes before kickoff, getting into position on my sofa when I realised it wasn't on TV. That's annoying, I thought, but it's not the end of the world. In the 30 years of the Premier League, there have always been games blacked out for broadcast. But outside the UK, there are no broadcast blackouts. And that means somewhere on the internet, I will be able to find a place to watch it. So I followed my tried and tested method of choice. Search in Twitter for a stream, open it on my phone, and then cast it onto my TV. The stream might be a little bit behind, the commentary might not be in English, but it usually works a treat. But this time it didn't. I had a choice of about six different links. Some worked for a bit and then froze, and others didn't work at all. And it wasn't just me. Several friends were messaging to see whether I had a link that was working. You heard a clip at the start of Villa scoring. I missed that completely. I really just wanted to watch the game. 
and given the amount I spend on tickets, travel and TV subscriptions, I felt having that little pleasure for just two hours was perfectly reasonable. But there's a thing about watching dodgy football streams. You don't tend to talk about it. How I watch Villa on a Thursday night is a dirty little secret between me and a few friends. Well, it was until that night, because the more I vented my frustration, the more I heard that others were in that exact same situation. And it made me think, if this is something that isn't happening in the margins, what does that mean? Not just for the fans, but for the Premier League itself. So I decided to find out. Rich, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. Okay, before we continue with this call, it's probably worth rewinding a little bit. My name's Matt Cutler, I'm the editor of Sport Business International magazine. Tonight's speaker is an author and journalist who writes about sport and business and about how and where the two meet. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Gillis. Richard and I are both sports business journalists. We first met in 2008 when I joined a magazine, Sport Business, that Richard was previously editor of. I went on to take the same role, at which point Richard was forging a successful path as an author and podcaster. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unofficial Partner, the sports business podcast. I'm Richard Gillis. We've always looked for ways to work with each other. And like many other middle-aged men, our relationship revolves around going to the pub to discuss life, sports and the industry we've been following for decades. I had an absolute nightmare last night that I need to tell you about because I think there's potential for a story. It involves Aston Villa, as you can probably imagine. It'll be a very good story. <laughs> you can be the judge of that. So you was Villa Wolves last night. It was one all. It wasn't on TV. Well, it wasn't on Sky. It wasn't on BT. It wasn't on Amazon. I found a few streams, as I do for the occasional game that's not on TV, but they kept on going down. And that's the first time that's ever happened to me and I was really really annoyed basically um, so what are you watching what, you're trying to find it on a on a stream yeah 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 usually they work quite well but this time I had six streams and all of them failed at some stage so Danny Ings scored an equaliser and I missed it they can't, they can't be about demand for Aston Villa content surely <laughs> surely moved on <laughs> I think there may be a story to be told just about using that as a case study for how kind of crazy it's become that you can be a football fan in the UK the game you want to watch is not on TV even if you've got subscriptions to everything and a season ticket so this is a piracy story it's a story about supply and demand and you and piracy is just you know is just one of the results of that so i've noticed even in my complacent little bubble here in Brighton, that there's a load of people I know who are streaming stuff illegally, and that might be just odd games, or just it's they've got a sort of Amazon-ish stick that they've got on the side of their telly when you go in their house. It's not a Gen Z hipster thing. A week after this call, the tabloid media reported that 1,000 people who watched sport like this, through modified boxes or fire sticks, would receive a visit from the police as part of Operation Raider. This was a far more sophisticated way to how I would watch games. 
UK police will visit almost 1,000 houses as part of a massive operation to crack down on illegal television streaming. The initiative follows a raid on a UK-based illegal streaming service by police in England's West. Police suspect fans are using modified streaming fire sticks to stream the Premier League games illegally. Operation Raider will also involve spreading awareness on the consequences of watching illegal content. This is mainstream because I think it is much more normal yeah. to lots of people. The question will be, can we get hold of someone? Can we get hold of a pirate? And what is it that they'll tell us that we can use to try and work out what's really happening? And the other bit we obviously need to be careful about is that there are some of the worst people in the world at the other end of this supply chain. I think the best place to start is a pub, which is quite a good place to start for a lot of things. But I'm sure there'll be a lot of people doing it that don't really love themselves for doing it or they feel guilty. But it's either so expensive that they can't afford to do it or there's just no way of watching it legally. Yeah. And they think, sort this, I'm paying enough already, this is a victimless crime. And I'll sit here quite happily, I don't care. So I put out a message on Facebook yesterday saying that if you're a sports fan and you'd be interested in talking to me about how you watch sport, then the drinks are on me, so hopefully quite a decent deal. Hello there, my name is Mark Weatherit. Uh, I'm an account manager for a water company uh, and I'm a big Newcastle United supporter. Alright, so my name is Tunde Adamson and I work for IKEA. Uh, my name is Wade McElwain. I'm a sports producer, promoter and bon vivant of life. I don't I don't pay for sport, I've got to be honest with you. Um, so I, I generally rely on anything that's on, on free-to-air TV. Um, and yes, I've got to be honest, I might, I might watch the odd stream. Um, predominantly, I stream, I stream. I find paying for sports nowadays is that it's a real it's a real drain on the pocket. I just find it's easier to find a streaming site and I can pick and choose what I want to watch, when I want to watch, in the comfort of my own home. I think in this digital age, I stream, so you know, piracy is something I've always embraced. You've had to embrace it, otherwise you you don't get to watch what you want to watch. And if you're a sports fan, it's like a drug. You know, you, you only need to go on Twitter and type in stream for whatever said match and you'll get a list some will work some won't um, and yeah they're, they're all okay but um, I am friends with you know guys who have got these Amazon Fire Sticks and it's essentially you know it's HD quality stream of any game you want basically usually I've uh, I've got I've got three or four different streaming sites that I use and I'll just pick one whichever's got the best the best kind of quality the best feed and um, I will stream it on my phone, cast it to my TV. Yeah. And it's become, it's become, it's become, it's become the norm now. And my mates will call me up and say, what am I watching it on? And these are all people who work in professionals that can afford the subscription. We're in a, a cost crisis going right now anyway, where the rich are getting rich, the poor are getting poorer, and, and cost and, and value are really getting thrown out the window. And they just assume that we're, you know, bottomless pockets of, of money, and we're not. Uh, I recently joined a, a WhatsApp group of uh, Newcastle supporters based in London, uh, 
and the amount of people who I know have these, these Amazon sticks or, or can get you a stream, you know, they'll the, the list them in this WhatsApp chat that I'm in. There's a lot more people than I expected are using this. For a good piracy service, you're going to pay them because they are going to, one, protect you from attacks. They are also going to create a scheduling service. Some of them, you know, some of the ones I use, use Telegram channels. They're great. That will tell you everything. They'll have a customer service channel. You can report an outage and they'll fix it within five minutes. You're not going to get that with cable. When I go back to Canada, and when I did a Christmas, and I showed people the services that I was getting for the price that I was paying, and the amount that they pay for cable in Canada is astronomical. It's the highest rate in the world, uh, highest cell phone rates in the world. And when you show them that, everyone's like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm canceling cable. And that's it. The, P the powers that be have made football so inaccessible to the average Joe Bloggs. If you, if you say football is for the common man, then give it common man prices. And if anyone did knock on my door saying I'm watching an illegal stream, I'd be like, yes, I am. I pay for the internet and I'll shut my door. Before you knock on my door, go and knock on the doors of BT, Sky Sports, because you lot have made it impossible for the average man to watch football. But where do these sources come from? And who's behind them? It was time to find out. It is a major, major crime. And on the whole, the idea of a kid in a bedroom is not the case of piracy. For the purposes of this, you can call me Nia. I provide illegal IPTV, which enables you to watch from a hell of a lot of channels in a list of many countries. The Pirates vs. the Premier League was brought to you by Unofficial Partner Productions. Written and produced by me, Matt Cutler, and edited by Richard Gillis. If you have a tip related to sports piracy, email me via matt at unofficialpartner.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. Sports Social Podcast Network.